Hello there, guys, and welcome to episode 39 of the Worldwide Shorts pod. Your host, Sadiq, finally returning back on the pod. It's been a very, very long time. I'd like to apologise to all the listeners, um, but we're finally back. And boy, we've got a special, special guest on today. I want to reintroduce my um, one of my co-hosts as well today. Ali, how are you, my friend? I'm great, Sadiq. Uh, it's a big pleasure to be on with you and Frank. Uh, definitely, looking definitely. forward to it. Definitely, definitely. So today's guest, we've got Frank Khaled, um, someone that's helped me over the years. I uh, really, really appreciate it. I respect him as a man. And yeah, I know him deep down. I think he's a very, very wonderful guy. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So Frank, welcome on the World Watch House pod. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you once again for inviting me onto your podcast. I'm really looking forward to speaking to both of you today. And um, yeah, looking forward to today. Definitely, definitely. So Look, we're going to get straight into the review for Burnley, yesterday's result. I'm going to ask you straight away, Frank, who was your man of the match for that game and why? Um, for me, my man, my man of the match uh, was Hakeem Zewich. And the reason why that was is because it, could, it was one of those games where, you know, Burnley had a lot of plays behind the ball and it was going to be very difficult to break them down. But the first goal is always important in any game. And I thought yes. he took that first goal really well and that opened the game up for us. And um, and also he he contributed with the uh, the last goal for Werner as well, which was a nice yeah. pass away. Very good. Yep. He's, he actually is a, you know, for me, it's, it's a breath of fresh air having someone slightly different than the players that we have got. He seemed, you know, he had a good game the other night as well in the Champions League. And, um, yep. you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play more games for Chelsea. And uh, yeah, should be good. Definitely. Ali, I know you're a massive, massive fan of Hakim Ziyech. Um, you know, tell me about his performance, man. You must be buzzing, obviously. Uh, it was an unbelievable performance yesterday. Uh, you would have expected him to take some time to fit into the team, to fit into the league, but uh, he just fit in like a glove, to be honest. And yesterday against Burnley, a low-block team, um, he just had that, you know, that vision, that uh, killer pass. Yeah. Um, which which we really needed um, after struggling last season against teams like like Burnley and Sheffield, and it was it was really yeah, um, the man of the match yesterday. Um, yeah, totally. Yes, yeah. Totally agree with you there. Um, I feel like he takes a lot more risks in his game as well, and he's not afraid to even if he's wrong or if he if he doesn't do well, he's not afraid to take those risks, and that's something that we really really require at this club. Now, someone that I want to really, really speak about is N'Golo Kante. Now, of course, Frank, you know him very, very well. Um, he attended one of your weddings, of course. And you know, what I don't understand about today's world, you know, I know social media is all about you know certain clicks, certain views, blah, blah, blah. People saying they want pivots of Georgino and Kovacic. But for me, Kante is probably one of the most important players in this squad. Just off the ball, just saves us a lot. Okay? Now, on the ball yesterday... He played really, really well. What's your take on Kante? Is he does he have to be here for the future for many, many years to come? Um, personally, I think he has to because truly, if you look at the team, there's a lot of great players in the team. But who do you actually call world class? I mean, we're heading as if he's left, obviously. But for me, Nagolo Kante is world class. Yeah, I mean, form is temporary, uh, temporary, but class is permanent, as they say. And yes. the thing is, with Nagolo Kante, you have to play him in the right position. And I think yesterday was perfect for him. And he played a lot better. I think when he's playing 
with the likes of Jorginho or Kovacic, he has to do a different role. But the thing was, yesterday he was there doing his role that he prefers, and we saw a different Agolo Kante. And I think he makes a makes a huge difference to our team um, when he's playing in that position and and the, the way he plays. Hundred um, percent. You know, it does make me laugh that you know all of a sudden you see on Twitter. On Twitter is a type of place where you know all of a sudden people have short memories, and you know. A lot of people have given him a criticism saying he should be dropped and yeah. arrested. Maybe I understand that, but he's a class player, especially you'll see against the bigger clubs. That's when you see the best in Nogalo, Nogalo. When you see him on the pitch against the tougher teams, that's when you see his class coming through. And there might be certain games where you have to rest him and, and give other players the opportunity. But for me, you know, not just because he attended my daughter's wedding, not just because I know him very well, but I think it's obvious to to everyone that he's a class player and 100%. yeah yeah he's, he's definitely probably the world class player at Chelsea of course there's many other players up and coming that will get to that level very very soon Ali now I know you're a massive fan of Georgino Kovacic tell me your take on this entire situation this midfield position where, where do you stand now after seeing this performance I mean um, N'Golo yesterday played I think one of his best matches in, in recent memory. He he broke up play brilliantly yesterday. He kept on moving the ball quick. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't expecting uh, him to play so well yesterday, especially in that DM role, um, yeah. considering we were playing against low-block teams. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see him play there in the big games. Um, that would be the real test when teams press us, if he can actually play out the back. Um, but yeah, yesterday he was he was brilliant to be honest, and I wasn't really expecting a performance like that from from Ingolo. Yeah, I mean that that is true. I think against these low block teams, I feel like we can risk playing a DM like this. Um, against big teams, we need to definitely see whether it works or not for sure. Um, obviously Pulisic unfortunately got injured in the warm up, um, and hopefully his injury is not you know really really bad. Hopefully he comes back very very soon. Timo Werner came back in. What's your take on Callum Hudson-Doy, Ali? Um, you know, why do you think he's not starting every single game when available? I mean, it's really a surprising one, that, because I felt like he played well against uh, Krasnodar uh, yeah. last week. And you'd expect him to replace uh, Pulisic as he's the only natural winger that we had um, on the bench. But Timo played well, I thought, yesterday. Uh, he dropped in um, to, to get the ball and move forward with it. Um, he was clinical yesterday in front of goal. First chance he had, he scored. Um, before, yeah, the goal, it, before the goal, I felt he was a bit quiet, in my opinion. Yeah, because he was struggling to get the ball um, when he was up top. And he had to drop in deep. Him and um, Ziyech as well, they, they both had to drop in deep into the spaces and, and get the ball and then move forward with it. Uh, Tammy, I thought, played really well yesterday. He had the great link-up play, um, which reminded me of, of Werner and, and uh, uh, Yusuf Paulsen's uh, link-up play at Leipzig last year. Yeah, um, yes. that, and that, that's what I would expect from Timo and not him actually hugging the, the touchline. Um, because that's not what he's best at. He's, he's best when he's um, in the middle of the pitch, uh, cutting in from the left, 
yeah. which which we saw last night with that goal. Cool, yeah, definitely. We finally got that perfect pass on Hakim Ziyech as well, which is perfect. Um, Frank, what's your take on Hudson? Though, do you think he just needs a bit more time? He needs to, you know, train a bit harder. Of, of course, Lampard has acknowledged that he, his attitude has been fantastic. Or maybe just in defensive work, he just needs to improve a lot more. What do you think? I think patience is the key here because um, at the end of the day, there are so many players in our squad, and I think he just has to wait for his turn. I think you'll find if, if we're playing three games in a week, uh, every week, then he'll eventually get his chance because players yes. will get a bit tired out. And it is, at the end of the day, a, 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 a squad a, you know, a squad game at the moment. You know, the, the teams that win trophies are the ones with bigger squad and are the ones when, for example, if a player gets injured or tired, then the likes, like Keller Madsen-Odoi, come to the front. I remember in season 2004-05, uh, Mourinho's first season, um, Damien Duff and... Um, uh, Arjun, Arjun Robin, Robin they were yeah. absolutely dominating the wings and, and you know, uh, Joe Cole wasn't getting a chance and then all of a sudden I think an injury happened to Robin and he got his chance and he managed to carry off where Robin sort of was was playing well. He he carried on the good work and we ended up winning the um, the Premiership that season. I think yeah. something will happen here. I think you'll the, the, you know, with um, Politics uh, injury record at the moment. You know, you're bound to get an injury, or he's bound to get an injury, or someone's going to get an injury. There will always be a chance for the likes of Calamus in order to get, you know, get their chance. And when they do get their chance, they need to make sure they take that chance. So it's good. It just keeps the squad on their toes. They know they have to be at the top of their game. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably happy, and uh, he will get his chance. And Frank Lampard has said he's going to get his chance. So it's just a matter of patience and waiting for his chance. For sure. I mean, look, as you said, games are coming thick and fast, uh, two or three games a week, of course, and we need to do rotation for sure. So, Canal Sunday will get his chance, of course. Um, look, Frank, moving on to Champions League, Rennes, uh, massive game. Uh, the first game against Seville, we, we dropped a few points, in my opinion, even though it was a positive, you know, clean sheet, defensive work, improvement, etc. Do you think it's difficult? to get this first place now, do you think it's a must win against Seville away later on in the group stage? Or do you just feel, let's just, you know, get first or second and just take it from there? Or do you I think, think we definitely need first? I think, I think, I mean, at the moment, obviously having no um, supporters in the ground, it more or less means it means the same as playing in your own ground because there's no supporters there. So you don't have any advantage there. Yeah. Um, of course, the players are familiar with their own ground rather than an away ground. But I still think we're in a good position. I mean, end of the day, yes, we got the nil-nil draw, but we only need a, um, you know, score draw, you know, one-one draw, one-one away, yes. and you know, win all our games, and they win all their games, and then we finish above them. So yeah. it's not, it's not a massive uh, thing by um, drawing with them in the first game, and um, I suppose we just have to wait and see, you know, how important that first game was. But I think the important thing is we didn't lose last year. We lost against Valencia, and that's what cost. <laughs> and it was a game at the end of the day that if had Ross Barkley scored his penalty, then we would have finished on top. So let's just see what happens. But I'm, I'm liking the way the team is playing at the moment. I'm liking yeah. the way we're keeping the clean sheets at the moment. And there is some sort of, I don't know what it is, but you know, all of a sudden we look a confident team at the back. And the that, makes feel, that makes me feel a lot more happier than when we had three free draws in the early in the season with the games that we've had, you know? Defence, for me, is key if we're going to do well this season. 
and always uh, you know we're going to build on the results and it seems to be getting better and better i mean i don't want to curse it because you know what, what it's like yeah. as a Chelsea fan it's like yeah, a roller yeah. coaster but <laughs> i think confidence is there i think we're now seeing seeing the players starting to come in form i think yeah. there wasn't lack of pre-season which always affects the players and i think they're now starting to get in their grooves this is unfortunate about um christian Pulisic in his injury I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. I'm hoping it's it's just something which is just minor, but we'll wait and see what happens. For sure, I'm sure they mentioned it's a precaution, but we'll see very soon how long it is. Ali, your take on Rennes, of course. Um, you know, is it too early to judge whether we'll finish first or second, or you know? Yeah, I think I think it's still too early to judge. I mean, Rennes are a good side as well. They're I think in the top four in the French league uh, this season yeah. as well. Um, they're solid defensively. Uh, it's going to be a couple of tough games um, coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks against them. Um, hopefully, we, we can we can keep on uh, with the good form, and yeah. and we beat them convincingly on Wednesday. Um, and in regards to Sevilla, uh, I think I think their stadium is one of the toughest stadiums in Spain to play. Uh, their their crowd, their fans are very loud. Um, it, it it really is um, an advantage for us not having the fans there. It'll balance yeah. out the game, yeah. and and I think we're more than than capable to to beat them there. To be honest, I think it was just this transition period, um, you know, trying to balance the defense and and offense. Uh, in which we were, I think, very defensive in the first, uh, in the return, uh, or sorry, in the first uh, game of the group stages. But I think now we've we've got the balance right. Um, we look good, good forward and and defending as well. So yeah, I think I think we're more than capable of of beating them there. Yeah, a couple of games ago we were talking about trying to get six wins from the next six games of all competitions. We're t- I think two games in, we've got two wins. Um, but look, Frank, let's talk about Mendy, Chilwell, Thiago Silva. These, these signings so far have been so important for this team. Um, a lot more impact against the offensive ones, of course. Um, you know, if we... Obviously, it's very early to judge, as you said. We, we can't, you know, jinx or anything. But how far do you think this team can go realistically? What was your objective from this season if... You know, these players gelled in initially. Did you think maybe the Champions League can go to about the semis, challenge for the title, Premier League title, or did you have different expectations for this team? Um, for me, I mean, the three signings you mentioned there, they bring in their own different type of experiences and class. I mean, we know um, Thiago Silva's uh, calibre. I mean, he's been in Champions League finals, he's played for international teams, played a lot of big games. One lot of trophies. So I thought his experience was very important mm-hmm. to our back four. I think Mendy, um, Mendy obviously isn't experienced, but the one thing he does give you with his, with his, I suppose, uh, with his height, with his size, and everything else, and he has a calmness about him. And I, and if Peter Cech has done his homework on him, he believes that he's a good goalkeeper. Then I believe he's a good goalkeeper as well. He's just come along, and he's obviously. He's calmed a lot of things down at the back for us and he's getting the clean sheets was really important. And Ben Chirwell as well. I think he's made a huge difference as well. Um, his experience is very important. He's obviously an England international. Going forward, he's really important. And even coming back as well, his pace is very important as well. So 
these three players have added something there. And with Kurt Zimmer obviously getting uh, better every game, he does have these odd games that he obviously is a bit nervous. But, uh, you know, I think it's a very important signing. I think probably more important than the attacking players. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, only time will tell. Only time will tell. I'm not going to say too much because there's been plenty of things in the past, played times in the past where we sort of thought we've had the perfect team and all of a sudden things go wrong. So, things are, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Ben Chilwell has must have surprised you, Frank. Because for me, he surprised me. Like, he looks like a bright deal for me. He, he hasn't surprised me. He, I always thought he was a good player. I just obviously felt the price tag was a bit high, 80 million. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think 50 million seems like a bargain now if you look at it. I mean, there were other players that we could have got cheaper. But, That's what it is, yeah. But to be honest with you, he's got experience in the Premiership. He knows what, he knows what to, you know, Premiership is a... It's a different type of league than other leagues. You know, it's it's more quicker, it's more physical, it's more faster. And because he's got experience, I think that's going to be really important. So I think he's a great signing. And uh, I've never said from day I never said from day one that, you know, we shouldn't have got him. I'm glad we got him. And um, it's what it's who the manager wanted as well. So, yeah, for me, he's a perfect signing. Definitely, definitely. Ali, um, what, what were your expectations with these signings initially, if you let the listeners know? I mean, you know, I, I always thought Thiago Silva was uh, a world-class defender back in his day. I thought he was top two, maybe, centre-backs in the world. Um, but yeah, he hasn't looked uh, slow at all coming into this league. I think maybe it's just the first game against West Brom where he had a mistake. Uh, but other than that, he's looked very sharp. Um, his leadership at the back is very important, I think, in organising the defence. Um, he's brought his calmness, you know, to uh, of of his game to the back line. Yeah. Um, he's he's he has uh, great passing, um, which helps a lot uh, trying to play out from the back. And I Thank thought you. he's been, uh, I th- I thought he's been very very good for us so far. Um, meanwhile, uh, with Mendy, uh, I think he's just a very confident keeper. Uh, which we didn't see with Kepa, um, I, th- I think maybe from the first season with, with Sari. Um, he just brings that calmness as well to the back line. We feel very secure when, we're, you know, when we concede corners or set pieces. It doesn't really seem like we're going to concede from those uh, these days after last season where we had, well, almost had a heart attack every time we, uh, we concede <laughs> a set piece or a corner. <laughs> None of that and, anymore. And man. he's really been, he's been, yeah, definitely. Um, he's been uh, pretty much uh, spot on. Um, and Chilwell, I think I, he's surprised me the most, to be honest, out of, out of our defensive signings. Um, I thought he was very shaky in the second part of, of last season. Um, he wasn't playing well at all. And then he just comes into the side and it feels like he's been playing at Chelsea for the last 10 years or so. You know, he's he's been great um, in the air. I, I saw a stat um, where he's won ninety percent of his aerial duels, which I wasn't expecting. Um, and going forward as well, I think he's scored, he's assisted already, um, and yeah, he's been superb so far. He brings in that Premier League experience, and you could see why Frank was was a big fan of him, and he was really pushing for him to uh, to sign uh, for Chelsea, and and um, yeah, he's been pretty much. Uh, uh, very, very good so for, so far for us. For sure, for sure. Um, obviously, uh, during this episode, I just wanted to thank Frank uh, um, 
for all the words support that he's given me uh, overall. Anyway, Frank, um, pleasure uh, always so listening to you. No, thank you guys. And, and um, listen, my um, last word would be is always remain positive. And, you know, Twitter can be a place where, you know, end of day, it can be a great place. It can be a bad place for some people, but always remain positive. That's my last message to everyone. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a tough world right now, obviously, with lockdowns and stuff. Um, but yeah, we all hope you're all safe and well. And Ali, listen, it's a pleasure having you on. I've not spoken to you in a very long time on, on the podcast. So thank you for making this happen as well. Thanks for having me on, Sadiq. Uh, it was a real pleasure to be on as well with Frank. And really, uh, it's it's great to talk talk to him about football. And yeah. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, Frank, for coming on last minute. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll speak soon. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.